You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 159, featuring special guest Caleb Wetzel, owner of Classy Chassis Detailing. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, joining Darren in Studio A, Caleb Wetzel discusses his side business, Classy Chassis Detailing, and how he turned his pure love for reviving vehicles into an entrepreneurial pursuit. Born into a family passionate about Ford trucks, Caleb himself is a proud owner of a Ford Ranger and an F-250. At 19 years old, he works full-time in the family plumbing business while building his growing detailing enterprise after hours. It's time to get down to the details with Caleb. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, we are glad to have you back with us again on this audio road trip. Remember, this is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community and car culture. Today, a 19-year-old entrepreneur who started a detailing business on the side will be our guest. In just a few minutes, you're going to be meeting Caleb Wetzel, a young gun car guy who appreciates all vehicles, but especially Ford F-Series pickup trucks. We'll be right back in just about 60 seconds. We would like to proudly mention our official OEM sponsor, Porsche Mechanicsburg. In the market for a Macan, Cayenne, 718, or 911, Porsche Mechanicsburg will match you with the perfect vehicle from their extensive inventory of pre-owned and new models. When it comes to service on these magnificent machines, their record of quality workmanship is unmatched with a staff of mechanics whose prowess in all facets of Porsche engineering is world-class. These are all time-tested trademarks that have been part of the Faulkner Auto Group since 1932. 2021 will witness an expansion of their sales and service excellence with the now-completed new state-of-the-art Porsche Center. Located at 6625 Carlisle Pike, Porsche Mechanicsburg is the destination when ready to make that dream a reality, parked in your driveway. As today's guest is a fan of pickup trucks and comes from a Ford family, Let's go with this question. How did the term pickup come to be over 100 years ago? That answer awaits at the end of this episode. It's now time to welcome Caleb Wetzel into the Cars of Carlisle studios. Hello, Cubers. This is Darren. And joining me in Studio A here in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, USA today is Caleb Wetzel. Caleb, welcome to Studio A. Hi there. Caleb is a 19-year-old who is, uh, you work full-time, mm-hmm. and uh, in the afternoons, evenings, and, and all his free time, he has started a, a side hustle business, and Caleb is doing really great for himself. He has started Classy Chassis Detailing, and you can find Caleb's detailing business at ClassyChassisDetailing.com. That's K, as in kilogram, K-L-A-S-S-Y-C-H-A-S-S-I-S detailing.com Caleb you've been a you've been 
Well, actually, you were born into a Ford family, you were telling me. Mm-hmm. And so you're third generation, at least, of just oh, yeah. Blue Oval fans. And with the Blue Oval, you guys, I mean, from you pulled in in your, is it an F-250? Yep, it's an F-250, 7.3, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 1997. So. Yep. So, I mean, you, you're a Ford guy. But the fact that uh, your grandfather, your dad have always loved cars, trucks, vehicles, mm-hmm. and that's it's deep in your blood, correct? Oh, absolutely, for sure. Have you yeah. had some favorites of theirs and your own growing up? You mean vehicles? Vehicles and just, I mean, or even ones that you, you hope to put someday into your own driveway. I mean, of my grandfather's, I never actually really got to see his personal vehicles. I mm-hmm. mean, my dad's told me about the different vehicles he's had. I mean, the old Ford trucks, all that, that I would mm-hmm. love to have one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad actually drives a uh, 2007 uh, F350 that I have. I, I've always loved that truck. That's his baby. Um, does he tow with it or does he any yeah. heavy duty? Okay. Oh, yeah. He, he hauls our big camper. We have a pretty big camper that he hauls. And uh, so I've always loved that because, I mean, we've gone on vacations in that to Wyoming, I think oh, twice. Wow. So it's That's it's, a long haul. Yeah, it's done some pretty serious trips and And that's pulling what like a thirty foot trailer? Well we haven't taken the camper. Oh I see, okay. But I mean we've taken the camper some long distances, but not to Wyoming okay. or anything. But yeah. uh and then my favorites of what I've owned, I actually own a uh, Ford Ranger. 2002 mm-hmm. Ford Ranger. That's my mm-hmm. my baby. Mm-hmm. Um and then of course this truck I actually just got this this 97 probably two or three weeks ago so it's wow. pretty new to me do you still have the ranger as well yes okay. i do gotcha. um but kind of what led to this truck mm-hmm. i actually had a 94 f-150 and just recently actually my girlfriend and i were going out on a date and we got t-boned oh, by someone who didn't stop at a stop sign oh. I actually had just finished restoring it, changed fuel tanks, had the bed off, mm. sandblasted, all that. I mean, it was mm. it was a project, and I actually had new wheels and tires put on it, and it wasn't even 20 miles on that the tires. That makes it so painful. Yeah, absolutely. So, Man. So it was definitely a blessing to be able to get the 7.3, because, I mean, that, that was kind of one of my dreams is to have the 7.3, because, mm. I mean, it's so well known to be so reliable and no, good I- engine. I may not be as as well versed. At, it's a Power Stroke diesel, right? Yep. Okay. That is, yep. Okay. So I mean, it it's gonna just go for. Oh yeah. I mean, so many tens of thousands of oh, miles yeah. from now. Yeah. Yeah. So it has one hundred fifty thousand miles, but I so mean, it's broken in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to deal with breaking it in. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So now, do you have uh, other aspirations, like five years, ten years from now? Like, what's like the I hope to attain that someday. Like with the detailing or just with Well, both. Anything. Yeah, talked about maybe your, your future favorite, uh, like a dream vehicle. And also, uh-huh. part two of that question, I think you had a good angle there. Where you want to grow the business? How, yeah. How big do you want to be? So let's talk dream vehicle and then let's get into your business next. I would say dream vehicle. I mean, I love I love the Ford Raptors. Oh, I've always yeah. looked at them and thought, man, those are four pretty door, cool looking. Yeah, four door. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, like the late... 50s Ford trucks. Okay. I love those. Those yeah. things, they're awesome. I love the bullnose Ford trucks. Um, so I would say, I mean, I'm a truck guy mm-hmm. for sure. I'm mm-hmm. a truck guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of what my dreams would be, I would say if I was going newer, I would say a Raptor. Okay. Um, but if I was going older, then I would say like 
late fifties to the seventies. You get style trucks. points in both of those. Yeah, those yeah, great yeah. vehicles. I got to drive a friend's Raptor a few years back, and mm-hmm. I was shocked. Yeah, how he, it 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 could just break traction at any time. Yeah, I mean, there's soon, so much torque. Just, yeah, it just goes. Man. And those big mutters. I mean, to break yeah. traction on those, that, yeah. that takes something. So yeah, for sure. Then talk a little bit about too. I'm, I'm most impressed. Obviously, you're. Um, I always appreciate anyone that has the entrepreneurial spirit. You're 19, soon to be 20 here in the in the fall, mm-hmm. and you've started uh, Classy Chassis. You're building your clientele. Mm-hmm. We were just talking uh, before we came on air about some upcoming projects and things. Talk a little bit about how you got started, where you've come, mm-hmm. and then let's get to that that question of where do you want to grow? How do you how big do you want to get? Um. So, like you and I were talking about before we started recording, um, my grandfather, my dad, they always were into, like, cleaning their vehicles. They were never into, like, really the detail part, mm-hmm. but they loved just having Taking it nice, care of them. having it nice, um, like you said, like, Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. just clean the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, me doing that with my dad when I was younger, I just, I grew to just love it. I mean, mm-hmm. I would, I was probably... The three foot tall, and I was just loving to clean you my dad's see truck. Over the tire, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I, I loved doing it. I mean, it was. We, I used to use a brush, a long brush. Uh-huh. I wouldn't do that now. Now that I'm the detailing, right. the scratching, and all that. But I mean, that's just what I used to do, um, and I just love doing it. So, um, I was kind of. Once I was like in junior year, I was starting to think about what I wanted to do for mm-hmm. a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, it was, it wasn't until my senior year um, that I finally decided, like, thought, like, God put in my head, mm-hmm. okay, you love washing cars, you love detailing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was detailing my Ranger then, that's just what I owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of, I mean, I have great parents, my dad helped me get it started because he actually owns his own business, okay. Jones Plumbing, and that's oh, yeah, that's of course, what yeah. I do sure. full-time. Um, so he kind of had the business knowledge, and he kind of really helped me get started on nice. like the idea of starting a business. Um, and I had many other people totally supportive um, of me starting a business. Um, so I started that um, just because I loved doing it, and um, I, w- I would just... All hours of the of the day that I had available, mm-hmm. I would be watching YouTube videos and just learning That's as one much of the as I, was I could. I was going to ask you, like, how did you yeah. how did you um, hone your skills? And it yeah. sounds like it was a lot of self study. Self study, I would say. I mean, not just YouTube videos, like nothing like that. But I'm uh, probably my biggest thing that helped me learn was doing it. Mm-hmm. on my own. I mean, I've always been that way. I'm that mm-hmm. way with the plumbing. Sure. If I'm doing it hands-on, then I learn it best that way. That's right. Um, so doing it with my own ranger, doing the polishing, because it's not something you, that you just learn overnight for right. sure. Right. Um, but I, I do definitely feel that I've been blessed with the natural mm-hmm. kind of eye because mm-hmm. you almost have to have like the right eye to really like see the details and all that different stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I know what each job needs. Yeah, and... absolutely. So um, I was I was able to get onto it pretty quick just from doing it Good. myself. Um, so that kind of really is how I got to where I'm at. Um, so like you said, I'm just doing it part time. Um, I'm still doing the plumbing full time, mm-hmm. um, and I don't necessarily see a foreseeable future where I'm going to do the detailing full time. Sure. 
um, because I definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm loving being a plumber. I mean, and you will probably yeah then begin to take the family business yeah forward once absolutely. your father yeah. decides that he doesn't want to maybe yeah. do it as much or as often. So. Yeah, for sure. So that makes sense. Well, yeah. at the same time, I hope that anyone that's listening in the, in the greater Carlisle area mm-hmm. uh, gives you a chance and, and looks you up because I know yeah. that uh, uh, mutual friends of ours have. Uh, utilized you for some really pretty yeah. challenging and i saw some before and afters yeah and it's no joke i yeah. mean what it was i would have thought oh that's a lost cause and you turned it around yeah. and it's unreal the amazing work you've done yeah absolutely is that i think um, you said too earlier before we got on air that that's one of the satisfying t- those satisfying things oh yeah I imagine like doing a plumbing job too mm-hmm. that you have an issue you have a leak you have whatever it might be mm-hmm. and you fix it you walk away from the job and like yep. that's better than it was before yeah. i got here I, I resolved it mm-hmm. and i imagine when you have a tough uh, something like a fully oxidized red car or something that when yeah. you bring it back to life, oh, that's yeah. got to feel good. Oh my, absolutely. Um, like you said, with the paint, with mm-hmm. the red, I lo- that's probably my favorite, most satisfying part is is having paint go from just oxidized and all swirled up and all yeah. that and then turning it into something that actually shines again. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I love hot water extracting, which is what the vehicle mm-hmm. you were just talking about, mm-hmm. a mutual friend. Yep. Um, that was a huge, huge, like satisfying part for me. Talk a little bit about the the, pro- the process of that. I'm not as familiar. The hot water extractor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what it actually is is it's almost like think of like a shop vac. Okay. But it actually has hot water in like a tank. Okay. And you have like a, like a vacuum hose that you go over and it vacuums it up. But you also are spraying hot water into like the carpet in the fabric yeah so it's actually like cleaning it at the same time i mean i spray like a a pre-cleaner it's like a rug doctor machine yeah yeah Yeah, exactly so it kind of does that um but seeing just the filthy water the black water that comes out of out of that it's just crazy i mean even in vehicles that you look at the carpet and you think, oh, that's that can't be dirty. I mean, it looks clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't believe the, the nasty water that comes out of it. Wow. Yeah. Probably looks like coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or absolutely. Worse. Yeah. And the, sometimes it even almost seems like it gets chunky. It's just Ooh, so wow. dirty and nasty. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. You're a brave man. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's really cool. What um, Since you started in October of 2019, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. How uh, How's your client base? Are you seeing a lot of repeat customers, word of mouth, referrals, how's that mm-hmm. growing for you? So, I'm I've done a few advertisements on mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff like that, but I would by a few, I mean maybe 3. Mm-hmm. I've really tried to just build off of word of mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. I because like I like I've said, I do the plumbing full time, so like I'm not trying to get like Tons and tons and tons of customers sure. to the point where, like, right. I'm having to, you know what I'm saying? You won't have time to go on those dates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty much not, I'm just going off of the word of, word of mouth. Okay. Um, so, in terms of where I've come from, from 2019 till now, um, I, I started off just doing like really close family members mm-hmm. because, again, I didn't have full experience and I didn't want to like mm-hmm. mess up on some random person's vehicle. That's true. Um, so I just started with friends and family um, and then I really started to love it and then friends and family were recommending me to their friends and Good. all that different things. Good. So um, 
I've really, really had like a lot of repeat customers um, and definitely the most satisfying and exciting part for me was whenever I would have like the first few customers that like I don't know, mm-hmm. that my friends don't mm-hmm. know, that they just mm-hmm. found me on Google, just knowing yeah. that Organic like... Organic growth, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just because they know me. Yeah, it was, a favor wasn't called in. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so having them call me and use me and leave leave five star reviews and all that stuff is just very it makes me feel yeah you should like be I'm, very proud of that yeah like I'm proud mm-hmm. um, and having them come back I mean I've I've had one guy who's been very very like consistent in calling me back and having it good. on a regular it on a regular interval. yeah, yeah. Good. so well I don't you certainly don't need to feel free like you need to get into the actual pricing and things but mm-hmm. if people go out to your website which mm-hmm. is www classy with a K ChassisDetailing.com. They can see your various packages that you have, you offer. Mm-hmm. But you want to talk briefly about what some of those those steps are. So you know, level one mm-hmm. gets you this. Level two, mm-hmm. you're up in your game, and you you're yeah. going to do this to your vehicle. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have, like I told you, I have probably I think it's close. I think it's like eight mm-hmm. different packages. It might not quite be eight. I can't think off at the top of my sure. head. Sure, but mm-hmm. uh, I have. What I have on my website listed as basic detail packages, okay. and that's um, just basic things from cleaning it, the inside, the outside, waxing it, mm-hmm. nothing like clay barring it, polishing it, right. or anything like that, because right. that I have listed as extreme detail packages. Okay. Um, and I even have a maintenance wash deal on there. So. Um, and that's just for something where, like, if I have a regular customer who gets it waxed and all that, but he doesn't quite need it waxed again, but mm-hmm. he wants it cleaned, mm-hmm. then that's just something that he can just do, and it's not not as expensive. Sure. Um, and I actually highly recommend doing that over just, like, a drive through car wash. Yeah. And the reason being is because of the brushes, those scratch the paint, mm-hmm. and even the ones without the brushes, then they don't clean it thoroughly. And the chemicals that are sprayed on it because of not having any brushes are really, really aggressive and harm the paint. So um, my theory is spend a little extra money to have just the maintenance. Like if you're not wanting it waxed or anything, you just want it cleaned, Mm -hmm. my theory is you might Mm -hmm. as well just pay a few extra bucks Mm -hmm. and have it detailed. Sure. Um, So, and then I have packages that go all the way up to a ceramic coating. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do do ceramic coatings. Those are those can be very tricky, mm-hmm. um, and you definitely. I mean, you get you have to pay for it because mm-hmm. ceramic coatings alone, just the product itself, is not cheap by any means. Oh yeah, um, in the hundreds and hundreds. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, especially the ones that go all the way up to like ten years. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't put any ten year coatings on. Right. Um, personally, not right now. That is. Um, but I mean, I definitely plan to in the future. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so ceramic coatings, polishing, clay bar, hot water extracting—those mm-hmm. are definitely like the higher end okay. uh, selections that are on there. Now, would a customer of yours be able to say if they want to do the interior work themselves? They, mm-hmm. they don't feel that you know, the interior is that bad, but mm-hmm. yet they know that they would need maybe clay barring and mm-hmm. polished wax. I mean, yeah. so you can then almost, you can customize or, or find some hybrid there. Well, the, the 
the funny thing is, is I actually, on my website, I have packages, mm-hmm. but I also have another page on the website that says customize your detail. Okay, I, mean, I might and have with, missed that. Yeah, and with that, I actually kind of break down each service with like a starting like cost. Like an a la carte kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So you can almost kind of build nice all the different services yeah. you want so you don't... Let's say there's a package that has all the things you want, but it also has hot water extraction, and you're like, well, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. just build exactly what you want. I like it. Yeah. So. And then it gives a best like uh, estimate based on what you've selected yes. through these checkboxes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you do select those, you would have to just email me. I don't have the website okay. set up that you can like build it and then like gotcha. I just see it. So you kind of have to select them okay. and write them down and then just send them to me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. We're looking good. Yeah. Well, I'd certainly like to give, uh, my guests the last turn behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. This is your chance to, to share your Instagram, your Facebook, mm-hmm. any of your social media handles, um, ways that they can find you. We've talked about your URL, but if you want to drop yeah. that again, yeah. the wheel is yours. Uh, Go ahead, Kevin. So my email my preferred method of contacting me is my email okay uh simply because um being called i mean you and i know this we kind of were <laughs> on and off with getting sure. getting back to each other just because of my full-time job right, right. um busy guy yeah it's just sometimes i don't get back i'm not able to get back right away so my preferred method of contacting me is my email which is classy with a k chassis detailing at gmail.com um, and then my Instagram is classy with a K chassis detailing. Um, I have an Instagram and a Facebook with, okay. with that. So you can Good. find me on any of those. Um, and then my phone number is, um, 717-713-1268. Okay. And that is a cell phone. So you can call text, whatever. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, Caleb, love to have you back on the show and can, yeah, best of luck with continuing to grow your business. Always impressed, especially when someone younger like yourself mm-hmm. starts a, a business on the side while still working full-time in a, an important trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to you. Great job, and uh, hope you continue to be a, a member of the Cars of Car Lock crew. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I, have, I never even listened to it mm-hmm. before you reached out to me, and I've actually listened to several of good. them now, and I'm going to continue to listen to well, them. good. Uh, I really appreciate you, like reaching out to me sure and thing. doing this for me. I mean, well, I always like great. to like to help the young guns, and uh, yeah. I think that if, from the folks in their their teens all the way up to their 80s and 90s, we're mm-hmm. all car people, male, female, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We just love cars in, yep. in many different ways, and and uh, just want to help each other out. Yeah, all absolutely. in the same big family. Yep. All yep. right. Well, thanks for stopping by the studio. Yeah. Thank you. And a giant thank you to Caleb for being part of the show. Really appreciated him coming by the studios and telling us a little bit about his business. Certain he is going to continue to grow and make that business even more successful with all of his hard work and and just the dedication he puts into it. All right, friends, it is time to put down the proverbial polishing cloth onto the workbench and address this week's trivia answer. And if you recall at the beginning of the show, I had posed the question, how did the term pickup come to be? Well, just doing a little research on that, I'd uh, known that obviously there were Model Ts being adapted and they put the the box bed on, uh, would allow individuals to go down to the railroad station and and to pick up items and and, uh, use them in a more utilitarian way. But uh, certainly what it is, it's 
the modified truck cab came to be over uh, 100 years ago and uh, actually where people would say you're going to take that vehicle down to pick up whatever the item was at the railroad station. So the pickup term began to stick and it was actually Gottlieb Daimler who built uh, the first ever pickup truck and what I found is it was dubbed vehicle number 42 and the year was 1896 and essentially what it was was a horseless wagon. It had um, uh, I think four horsepower, 1.1 liter, two-cylinder engine and uh, total payload uh, was advertised at uh, 3,300 pounds. But uh, that estimation has been said could have been um, probably very generous. But anyhow, as you can, as you can imagine, since uh, the year 1896, uh, utilitarian vehicles, which we now know as pickups, have, have essentially been uh, doing the hard work. In fact, the whole concept of pickup trucks really didn't catch on until about 1925, and that was the point when Ford began to offer the, uh, it was a, an option that you could do the truck bed, as I mentioned to the Model T runabout. But uh, that is this week's trivia question, and uh, if nothing else, we all learned a little bit more. Well, Cubers, we are at the end of this show, and thank you so much for being part of the episode. We really always enjoy having you listen and be part of it. Continue to put the word out, tell others about it, and uh, share, subscribe, and uh, help us grow. We do appreciate that. Together, it really is all about car community and car culture. For now, I'll sign off with drive well, be well, take care.